told you loving yourself could change your life. It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hello, hello, hello. It's Lo, or should I be calling myself Mrs. Epic Ambassador? I should. Oh my gosh, guys, I have such incredible news that I am finally able to share and you would have seen it on my pod, or I'm sorry, not on my podcast, but you would have seen it on my Instagram if you're following me there. I am the Emissary Pageants International Congress, Mrs. Epic Ambassador 2023. So it is just so amazing. Um, I have the crown. I'm a national title holder, which is why the state of Texas is not listed in that. And I have a sash and I have done my first official appearance last weekend at Fiesta in San Antonio. It was a truly memorable experience. Like from getting the crown on Friday when I arrived in San Antonio to what I had done by the end of the day, Saturday is just, it was a crazy whirlwind, but it was so meaningful. I'm so honored. I'm so humbled to have had this experience and like have the first 24 hours of being crowned just be so amazing. I couldn't have pictured it any other way. I couldn't have even dreamed of this. So before I jump into Fiesta and all that, I have an update. If you're following me on social again, I think, and I may have even talked about it last week, but the whole skin cancer stuff and getting your skin checked So, spot on my cheek came back, not cancerous, amazing news, literally that's only the second time in like five years that I've heard that, and I have had, I think I'm up to like eight things removed now for skin cancer, Um, so I'm very lucky there. The nose is still in progress. I have been doing the treatment I'm supposed to be doing on it. And fingers are crossed that in mid-May when I go back, no further action needs to be taken. But, you know, time will tell on that. I still have about half a month to go. So fingers crossed for me on that front. But I will keep you updated on that. Uh, Otherwise, oh my gosh, I've also made a really cool appointment for this week that I'm so excited about. It's with somebody else in the pageant space. She's also a life coach. She's into HR too, I believe as a VP, like very powerful, empowered woman. And I'm so lucky that I get to work with her. She's also a Mrs. Title, Mrs. Title holder, which is amazing. So I'm going to get to learn from her and work with her during some sessions, you know, to work on my platform and figure out how I'm going to conquer this year as a title holder and all of that, because this is all new to me. And there, I've realized there's so much power that comes with being a title holder and I really need to maximize that to really help spread this loving yourself inside out, really sharing my story, being authentic in everything I do, and then really giving back to the communities or communities that I'm working in and just making sure I am taking advantage of every opportunity I have. And with that said, I guess I should just jump into how this all happened. So I was asked 
by the pageant director of this pageant. Um, it's a brand new pageant system and the system is doing so much good. It is all about creating a true sisterhood of women who will uplift each other even though they might be competing against each other at the same time. It's not about the competition against each other. It's about the bonds that could be made, the support that's there, you know, truly just a pageant for all women. And so I was asked to be a part of it as a national title holder in order to, you know, start talking about the pageant and showing what good this is doing. I'm also going to be on the advisory board, which is an amazing honor. Like I am so in love with the goal of the pageant, with what the pageant stands for, with how it's being built and constructed. Like if I had a daughter, this is like the system I'd want her to join in. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be such a positive experience for the women, girls that go through it, you know, confidence building, lifelong friendship, realizing that you can achieve your goals and dreams all the time. Like, you are a pageant. Every single person out there could be in pageants. Like there is a system for you and the amazing, the confidence that comes from it, the amazing experiences, the friendships that are built, like even from the one I competed in, in January, I still keep in touch with some of those other people that were competing in my age group and out of my age group. And let me tell you, these women are amazing. Like I feel so lucky to have the opportunity to know them and to be part and watch their journeys and then develop a journey of my own where I can make just as big of an impact as they have been. So, I mean, it's going to be an amazing 2023-2024. I am going to hopefully be extremely busy um, and just, like I said, taking advantage of every opportunity. But the pageant system that I am part of the MFCRA Pageants International Congress is going to be next level in terms of the inclusion and just supporting and like encouraging people to show up just as they are. It's going to be so much fun. So I am very excited for that all to take shape. Um, more to come in the future. So be watching my stuff because I will be sharing stuff on my Instagram and um, I will also tag the pageant system when I post this. So if you're listening and you jump to my Instagram, you'll be able to follow the pageant system there so you can get updated info on as that all starts to roll out. But I had my first opportunity to kind of do an appearance and like get my first taste of what pageantry is like after the pageant uh, last Friday. So like a week ago, Friday and then Saturday. And it was absolutely crazy. It was so amazing. It was exhausting, (laughs) but it just left a huge smile on my face. And yes, on my way home, I absolutely had the crown and sash in my front seat. So I could just look at them as I was driving. (laughs) I know that sounds funny, but like in my mind, like when I even started this whole pageant journey, I always was thinking like, if I ever win a crown or if I ever get the opportunity to be a title holder, like I will absolutely drive home from wherever I am the first time I have the crown and have it like sitting in my front seat. (laughs) Um, And so I did just that. And it was like, wow, is this even real? But I do need to say, 
So on my vision board, which you can go all check what I posted when I posted my vision board. My vision board has a crown. It has a missus. Um, it does have the state of Texas. Uh, so that's a little off, but I also have the month of March and then 2023 under that up there. Um, and it's so crazy because this opportunity came about in March. And what's crazy about it is I had planned to do the pageant in January, right? Like I obviously had said that I had been working on it, but I never had the urge to change my vision board at all. Like I thought about it multiple times thinking like, oh, I should replace March with January. You know, I should do that. But in all those months that I was prepping and everything I was doing, I never felt like I needed to, I never like did it. And it's like, maybe, you know, that was just a sign that March was meant to be because I was asked to be on the advisory board and hold this title in March. Like it was the first or second, it was like somewhere right at the beginning of the month. And I just looked at my vision board and I'm like, what did you know? <laughs> like what was out there? Um, if I hadn't competed in January, March wouldn't have happened. So it's, it's just like, it all was meant to be. But the fact that I never changed March to January, I mean, there's something about that. Like I am a big believer in, you know, letting things happen in the timing that they should and chasing your dreams and stuff. But I just had to call that out because I've talked about my vision board and I'm like sitting here looking at it as I'm talking right now. And I'm like, how did the vision board know? <laughs> so, so amazing. Anyways, Fiesta. So drove on down to San Antonio and saw my crown and sash and was just like in awe. Got already got dressed up um, to go out and we were going to, well, first of all, I keep jumping, but what Fiesta is, is um, a time of the year. It's a 10 day festival down in San Antonio where all of the charities or charity types of groups work together. So these are all charities that are separate, completely different things, but they're working together to put on this event. And it's been going on for a very long time. Um, but it's to raise a ton of the charitable funds for the year in San Antonio, um, which is just amazing. And I heard a stat at one point that it was like around 90% of the charitable funds are raised during this 10 day period for the entire year. And that's for multiple charities. It's not just one charity benefiting. It's like multiple charities. And I didn't understand quite until I was down there, like what Fiesta was kind of like, it's a very well organized, very legitimate thing. Like it is next level in some ways. And so authentic to San Antonio and there's just a lot of passionate people who are doing a lot of good for the charities in that area. And like the events, it's not like it's all in one. Like if you think festival, sometimes you think like one streets closed down or, or blocks. No, this is like all over the city. So you literally between events are like driving, like on the freeway, even like you're driving between spots. So it is a very busy day if you're attending multiple things which I will get into what I attended because it was such a cool experience. So on Friday night, we went to the Ray Feo coronation 
and this is legitimately a king of you know, King Raphael. So obviously not the person's name, but it is the title that they hold and they have a whole court, but we saw his coronation and I'm talking, this is like, I think it was 142nd. I'm getting 24 and 42, but I think it was 142nd coronation. So it's been going and they hold year runs. So it's been going on for a very long time, but it was a real coronation. Like the speech that King Raphael gave after he was crowned was amazing. Um, one thing that really resonated was with me because the Raphael um, group really raises money for education and things like that and furthering school. And there are scholarships that are given and a lot of good for the school systems. But he talked about the World War II bond that was given out and um, how like his grandfather and his father benefited from that and went to, you know, schools and got a college education and changed this generational education thing in his family to where he started going to, you know, he went to college and did that and like changed the path for their family. Um, instead of, you know, prior where they weren't going to college, they were working. And my grandpa got that same opportunity with the World War II were bond and he went to USC after the war he ended up opening his own pharmacy and you know he did really well for himself but that infused like going to school getting your degrees and you know so it just was such a cool story to hear him talking about how he got into supporting education and really wanting to make a change for other people in the community but the coronation was amazing it was very regal um, it, it was had a beautiful backdrop of a church like it was such a special event and you could just tell how excited he was for all the good he was going to do in the year ahead because he has jam-packed appearances not only at, at um, the entire fiesta which he does have like he had a police escort for him in his court to get make it to all these events because it would be near impossible without that to make it to as many as they have to but not only during that time he's like the entire year he will be doing good in san antonio and it was so cool just to see his excitement his passion for the city he lives in and for all the change he was going to do very inspiring so that was friday night um it was a great kickoff and i have to tell you before the coronation happened so we walked up and this is the very first time I'm wearing my crown. Like, I put it on after I got out of the car, put on my sash. By the way, I put my sash on backwards for the first time. Of course I did because, I don't know, I felt like it was like I was looking in a mirror thing, like, where I was trying to figure out, like, wait, which way does it read correctly? Like, I was just overwhelmed. I was so excited, and I had never put on a crown or a sash before, and that was the very first time um, that I did it. And it was like, I don't know. You know, I was so excited in the moment of it that I wasn't even like really paying attention, but obviously I got it together. Um, but we walk up, this is before the event started, we walk up and we're just standing there kind of seeing like the lay of the land was going on and a woman comes up to me and she says, thank you for being a real authentic everyday woman wearing a crown and sash. And it was just the most sweetest, genuine thing. It was like, wow. Like, the very first person who talks to me 
as a title holder tells me like exactly the whole reason I went into this in the first place. I wanted to prove and be somebody who could set an example for others that you don't need to fit whatever stereotype that people put out there, which I mean, stereotypes, if you know, you know me, like they need to go away. They don't need to happen. We can live life just fine without them. But there is a stereotype around pageantry, which isn't true anymore. It's not the truth, but it still exists. And it's like, by me competing, by me putting myself out there, by me doing these things, I am showing that you, anyone can do it. If you have confidence in yourself, or if this is something you've always been wanting to do, like go and do it. There's nothing stopping you. It's a very welcoming world, even though you might hear otherwise, or perception might be, it wouldn't be. It is not true. It's a very welcoming world. And that lady being the first person to speak to me, just like, I don't know, I got chills. It was like that moment of, wow, like everything that I had set out to do came true within minutes of me putting on the crown. And for I, she doesn't know, but forever, you know, she will be a, a positive memory in my, you know, year as a title holder because she doesn't realize, but that's, that's why I was doing this. And it was so cool. And I had texted my coach after the event once we were on the way back, you know, in the car. And I'm like, you'll never believe what I heard. And she was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly why you did this. And so it was such a cool moment for her and I, because we've been on this journey together, like could not have done this without her. And yes, I'm still working with Michelle. Absolutely still working with Michelle. I love her. She is in my life forever. Um, so more to come on my, I do have a session coming up in a couple months So more to come with Michelle for sure. Um, so that was night one. It was an amazing first night as a title holder. So the next morning we were leaving the house at 7am headed to the confetti run. So it's a 5k, you know, charity based run, walk, family fun run. And there was a cute, like little kids, little sprint run too, um, which was so cool. But at the confetti run, I really was meeting just a lot of people, uh, taking pictures. That's one thing when you have a crown and sash on all people want to take pictures is something I totally, um, kind of out of my comfort zone. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it won't be very soon, but you know, kind of out of my comfort zone, like out of my wheelhouse, not something I've always run to. Um, you know, I like to look at pictures and be like, Oh, does that look good? Can we retake that? Is that the right angle? And in this case, I couldn't. And this was happening on Friday night too, where we were taking pictures, so many pictures. And I even, I have to admit this. So I got in my head a lot about it. Like I was thinking, am I standing correctly? Is my smile too weird or too big? Or should I be showing teeth? All of these things. Like I was so in my head about, is the angle right? Am I standing in my pageant pose the right way? Instead of just being in the moment, I was really in my head. So I had been texting my coach about that too. And I was sending her a few pictures and I said to her, like, do I need to change anything about the way I'm posing in these pictures? Because not only are they on my camera roll, but people who are coming up and asking are taking pictures and they're in their camera rolls. And if they're saving this picture for something or whatever, like I want to make sure like they get a good picture with me. 
Um, and she gave the best advice and something I truly needed to hear. She told me to just be authentic and to be in the moment and just experience it and get out of my head. Because she said, like, if you're being authentic and real in the moment, the picture is going to turn out amazing. And it's like she gave me permission to stop trying to be perfect or to hit the way I know that I should be standing. Like, she gave me permission to just breathe and be. So I was super excited about that, um, that that's what she said back. Because as soon as she said it, I realized I need to just take a breath and experience this and not be worried about whatever and the thing is like when that permission was given I noticed on Saturday I was just having fun posing I just was getting brighter and bigger and excited about being in the pictures and I was just giving into it I'm not gonna lie and my friend even told me like you need to share this on your podcast I have I have a lot of the pictures which I will be sharing this week um so you will see them there's a ton so I'm going to try to make like a video montage of them or something so you can just otherwise there's way too many to flip through but I was definitely in my head and I was telling myself I didn't look that great at times um I was like wow you know is this really the way I look and it was horrible that I went there um but I am human and as I've told you as much work as I've done which has been a ton a ton a ton there is still a silver lining, even though I was like down on myself at times, I pulled myself back out. I realized, no, you are posting these pictures. Nobody else is judging you the way you are in your own head right now. And I was able to shut it down pretty darn quick. Um, but yeah, I definitely like at work years back, there was a thing above the line and below the line and below the line means like you're not moving in the right way. I definitely went below the line on this, like with myself. I did a lot of negative self-talk. I started wanting to hide from pictures, like, and I can't. I mean, I, I stepped into a position where I can't hide from a photo anymore at all. And I did it on purpose, right? Because I shouldn't be hiding. I should be making memories and capturing my life, not hiding from a camera roll. And I wanted to climb into my little shell and, like, hide. But I didn't. I went through everything. I did not step down from an opportunity while I was there. I ended up telling myself, no, you've got this. Like, you're here for a reason. Even if you don't love the exact picture, like, nobody else is thinking the same thing you are. And by the end of the weekend, I was able to very much be positive about it all. Um, and I was able to tell myself, no, you did a lot of good. You are a very positive force. Have fun with this. Be excited and be grateful that you have this opportunity. And so I just want to let you know, like, even though I've done all this work, just like I'm sure all of you have, like, there are going to be moments where you're going to slip. And it's so easy to fall back into your old ways, but it's how you deal with that moment. And if you can push through and like bring yourself back the other way, then it's all good. You know, it's okay. This is going to happen again. I'm sure there's going to be another day where I'm like, why? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure it's coming. So 
So I just want to tell you, you don't have to be perfect in this journey. Just because you've made progress doesn't mean that you're never going to have a bad day or slip backwards for a little period of time. But it's like, as long as you keep yourself first and foremost in your mind and you figure out a way to resupport yourself and give yourself a little grace and realize, okay, hey, I can turn this around. We're all, all good. So anyway, then I went Saturday to the confetti run, um, shot off the confetti cannons and, you know, just cheered on runners. And it was so much fun. It was just a great event. I love 5Ks. I've done them a lot of times. So I just love the energy of them. So it was a great, like, first morning event to really get, you know, back into the groove of what it is to be wearing a crown in public and at these events. And they also announced my name and my title at the event, which was crazy. Like the first time you hear your name and your title being announced somewhere, it's kind of like, wow, it's a wow moment, especially when it's something you've been working for, for a long time. So it was really cool. Then we jumped in the car and in the car, like anytime I say I jumped in the car, you can imagine me putting on sunscreen, right? Like gallons of sunscreen that day, but I refreshed sunscreen. I had to like, you know, baby wipes, whatever, like the sweat, redo makeup, um, drink water, like breathe. So literally the car rides were prepping for the next event and getting yourself just refreshing. So, you know, you didn't look brushing hair, like whatever needed to happen all happened in the, during the car rides in between events. So it was very crazy. Um, the next event was El Rey Fido Coronation. So went to Rey Feo's Coronation. Well, anytime the King Rey Feo does appearances throughout the year for like animal charities or something like the Humane Society or something along those lines, he will have a dog also at his appearance and that's El Rey Fido. And so people, um, I'm not entirely sure of the exact process, but they have their dogs kind of go up for competition to become El Rey Fido for the year. And so they commit to bringing their dog to all the, you know, obligations and different, um, events and things that the King will be at when the dog is needed. And so we got to see the dog be crowned in. Yes, I have a picture of the dog. So cute, but the family who did it is so amazing. And they also were just so excited and I'm so happy to be part of all this. So it was great to be at that coronation. And I, of course, um, made a donation to get a pin. So there are all these pins and I'll post a picture of them um, that people wear in sashes that weekend. And it's like a whole trading thing, you know, like it's a very big deal to get different pins from, you know, the Royal Court, court and all these different groups. But I definitely donated money to get a pin from the Humane Society um, with a very cute cat on it. Like, it was so cool. Uh, so it was a very just, like, fun event to be at and see. So much tradition. They had dancers there um, that were in traditional, like, you know, garb and dresses. And very, it was just so cool. I mean, so much goes into this. I can't even really explain it ju with justice. But so cool. And then from there, we went to the traditions powwow. So this was a legitimate powwow with, you know, 
tribal leaders, things like that. It was so amazing to see people who are part of, you know, the Native American community and doing everything that they do. Um, they welcomed you into their world and their traditions and the meaningfulness. And it was so neat to see um, such a welcoming group and, you know, got to meet so many cool people that are, you know, sharing their heritage and sharing the culture of San Antonio with the world. And so I really appreciated that event a lot. It meant a lot to me. Um, and just really to hear their stories and see, you know, different dances and chants that they do. Um, it was just a really cool experience. And I did buy a dream catcher there because I don't know, just such a cool meaning and getting to meet the person who made it was amazing too. Like such an amazing woman who, you know, is sharing her culture with people, um, through her work and she's very talented. So it was so cool to meet her and, you know, her family and just get to hear all these stories. So it was a really cool experience being at the powwow and learning more about different types of culture. Then next we went to the zoo. Um, and at the zoo, there was an event, there was somebody performing there and stuff, but the zoo really, we were more just kind of walking around and meeting people and, you know, taking, it was kind of a little bit of a break in a way. Um, but still just enjoying all San Antonio has to offer and interacting with the community. So it was really cool. Um, to be there for a little while. And then we went to the investiture of King Antonio. Um, so it was really cool because this is another king. He's the king of the Calvary. I believe I'm stating that correctly. But his ceremony was in front of the Alamo. And there were... Um, a band that came in from Washington, D.C. in our military. There was another military group who had come in and did a bayonet performance. Um, the cannons went off, but it was a very, it felt, I don't know, just, it's hard to explain, but it was a very cool experience. Um, it felt very historical. It felt very neat because there were a lot of um, ambassadors from the different military branches and it was so special to get to talk to them and thank them for their service to this country and I got to talk to some people in the Navy about like my grandpa who was in World War II in the Navy um, and just tell them you know they all have a special place in my heart like but it was just it was so cool to see something like this because I had never experienced anything like that before um, at all the whole weekend but especially this event it just felt so patriotic and so special like the meaning behind all of it and what happened at the Alamo and how they were celebrating and recognizing what happened at the Alamo and also you know what it means to Texas and how Texas became a state in the United States and how important that was and you know 
the history of how Texas became that state. It was just, it was a very cool story and I didn't even know all of the story. So it was very cool to hear and like see how much, you know, the country, the state means to so many people. Um, I don't know. It was just, it gave me such a different perspective on everything that, you know, happens with our military and stuff. And I just felt so honored to be a part of that event and see what was happening and watch the, another king, you know, come into his leadership role for the year and like what that meant. And it was a much different ceremony than the one on Friday night. Um, so I was very glad to see it. But again, like the entire weekend was just amazing. Like I met so many unique people and I got to learn so many stories of what people are doing and the good they're doing in their communities and like how they came to be a part of Fiesta or a part of this whole thing. It, I don't know. It was just a whole thing of very powerful people walking around and it was so cool to see so many people being authentic and genuine and, um, you know, doing what they could to show up for their community and, you know, support all of Fiesta. So I just had such an amazing time. Trust me, I was very exhausted by the time Saturday was done. Um, but I am so thankful and grateful for the experience that, you know, all of that comes with, cause we didn't get done or home. I feel like till like nine 30. So it was a very long day from seven to like nine 30. Um, but I wouldn't have traded a minute of it because I got to experience so much culture in such a short amount of time and learn so much more about the state of Texas and the people that are working so hard, you know, to improve their community and the passion that's there. So, so amazing. I can't wait, you know, to start sharing what I'm doing to give back and make impacts in the way that I was in awe and touched by everyone who was at Fiesta and a part of Fiesta. I hope that I am able to like share and live up to what they're doing and like my own standards of how I want my year to go. Um, so I can just make a really big impact. And that's the whole reason for this, you know, being a title holder is to really do good and get my message out there about loving yourself and letting people know you need to dream. You need to believe in yourself and go for whatever it is because people will accept you when you get there. Like if I am not proof of that with you know, the stigma or the myths around pageants or these preconceived notions people have. Like, I hope I have started to peel back what you may have thought or heard about it because it's not all true. I'm in a very supportive community and I've made some awesome friends already and I can't even imagine how many more friends and people I'm going to be able to interact with by the time this year is over. So I guess I am signing out as your Mrs. Epic ambassador today on the pod. Um, and gosh, so many updates coming. So thank you for tuning in and thank you for being with me on this journey this year. Um, please reach out if you have questions or if you're interested in getting into pageantry or you're thinking, 
you know, is this something my son or daughter could do? Like, I will absolutely let you know my thoughts on it. Um, I think you already know what I'm going to say, but yeah, I'm here for the discussion and just to let you know exactly how this changed my life in such a positive way. And the confidence I have now is so much more than I had before. And yes, there are going to be days when I falter. I am human. I have real emotions. I have real experiences, but I am able to pick myself back up. And the fact that I kept going with those pictures and I even took them is something I would have never done a few years ago. So it's okay that I had some self-doubt in there and that I gave myself a little, you know, negative self-talk because it was a great reminder of all the progress I've made. And hey, I was able to flip it back around and get right back in it. So stay strong, believe in yourself, and do what you need to do to live authentically. And most importantly, love yourself each and every day. This is me, Lo, signing out this week. I will be back next week. Have a wonderful week ahead. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.